and welcome to Fandom Fever, where whenever there's a Power Rangers topic, I have to sing the thing song. Go, go, Power Rangers! Do, 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 And do. we're off the air. <laughs> uh, today we still have me, David Chapman, your favorite host. Kurt. Hi. And Andrew. Hey, everybody. So, guys, what have you been playing, reading, watching this week? Okay, well, me at least. I have been spending quite a bit of time with the Steam sale. Games. Oh, boy. So, I actually ended up going through Enter the Gungeon okay. for the most of the time. And this is a roguelite game where every time you will die a lot, <laughs> but every time you progress, you get a little bit more information, a few more power-ups, and additional things as you go through there. There's only like six levels to the thing, but as you do each entity, like I said, it opens up more story, more characters get brought in, and it's actually a pretty good game if you like beating your head against a wall. <laughs> And who doesn't? You know. On my end, I've been fixing a house, actually. That is what I've been doing for a long period of time. Did you break it first? What? Did you break the house well, first? Well, I bought it, so... Oh. I didn't actually buy it. Stands I'm, to reason. I'm lying through my teeth. Anyway, Andrew, how are you? Really, all I've done lately, besides adding, is uh, I've been watching the VidCon live stream. Ooh. So. That must have been a lot of watching. I didn't watch the whole thing. No way could I have watched the whole thing. I, I pretty much just watched uh, day three, but um, there's some cool announcements. I guess I did do something else. I bought, like, $70 worth of horror games because I'm insane. That is a lot of horror. Oh, oh boy. I could list all of it, but I'm sure that that would take up way too much time. So let's just go right into the news. So, first of all, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Do, 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 do. Uh... Army Power X. So this was like we were talking about before, mm -hmm. uh, where Channel the Army, they have the show called Man at Arms. Yup. And the one they did this last week was for the Power X, the Black Rangers axe that turns into a cannon that starts shooting stuff around. Yes. And they had a lot of fun with this thing. Um, in the end of it, they had fireworks shooting out the end, big axe, everybody in costume. It was pretty different but the thing i want to talk to you about this time though oh me yes you wonderful all right <laughs> um so we're in michigan and one of the stores nearby here is called meyer they have been selling super sentai dvds which for those of you that don't know is the japanese thing that power rangers was pulled from basically all of the uh footage of the power rangers when they're in their suits that's super sentai and all of the original like obviously American outside of suit stuff that is non-Super Sentai that's like made for the American Power Rangers show. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit of Power Rangers information. Go, go, Power Rangers. Do, 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 do. So you'll probably be picking that up at some point? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I spent a lot of money on Steam games. <laughs> I really shouldn't be like splurging on anything else. But one thing that I have spent a lot of money on and plan to do more of in the future is Overwatch, which just got its PC competitive play patch. Uh, so now, once you reach rank 25 or level 25 or just the 25 milestone on your character, it right. unlocks competitive play for you so that you can go in, think you're the best, and then lose to me, noobs. Uh, moving on from there. <laughs> Independence Day. Uh... Have you so, seen it? Yes, I did. Did you guys see it over the weekend? I almost went to go see it, but just... I, I had somebody tell me, they're like, so this movie isn't good in the, like, so bad it's good sort of way. It's just the kind of bad that's just bad, and not it's not even worth going to go see, so I, I sat this one out. Okay, well, 
we were talking about this before, the Two Towers Syndrome, where it doesn't really have a good beginning, doesn't really have an ending, and it's just, it's not a good thing. Uh, I won't go into details for spoilers' sake, but just, there are plot holes that you could drive a truck through. There are plot holes that you could drive the mothership through. Ah, so, so we've got Doctor Lu, Doctor Lu, Doctor Who level of plot level plot words. I will say them one day. If there was a bow tie, it would make things much better. From <laughs> what I understand, uh, or at least what I was told, they said that the movie is pretty much the same film as the original Independence Day, minus the fun and minus Will Smith, and minus all the character development. <laughs> okay, so. so I'm probably still gonna go see it just because. It is very shiny. Yeah, it is very shiny, and I like mm-hmm. shiny things. Moving on to other alien space things that look shiny. Star Wars Rogue One. Oh boy, this has so much information. I'm going to need to tag, like, some of you guys, like... Well, before we get into this stuff, there was actually something I wanted to bring up. And that was, they're thinking about not doing the opening crawl. What? Just because with the fact that this is not a... A mainline movie. This is not a saga movie. Bad. Bad. Coming from Star Wars fan, bad. Well, why is that bad? Because no matter what, regardless of whether it's one of the, like, main... Or, well, used to be six, but now nine. No matter what, there was the title crawl. Even the Clone Wars tried to do the title crawl. With there... their weird fortune cookie-esque, like, when, when opening a fax, make sure that it's turned up style of useful information but they at least attempted there is a reasoning behind not doing that though Mm -hmm. and that is because in theory i think you were the one that brought this up before that um r2 is the narrator (laughs) so if he is not in the movie there is no one to narrate you that is going very deep i never even thought of it like that but that's really interesting all right so rogue one there was an Entertainment Weekly article this week uh, regarding a ton of characters, a ton of plot exposition, and a lot of new information coming up. So um, Jen Erso, the main character we've established, uh, she's played by Felicity Jones, who was Felicia in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, she, uh, her character, Jen, chose to join Rogue One due to her underworld connections. She was chosen because you know, she knows a lot of people. She knows how to get stuff done. Uh, Mon Mothma, who brought her in, uh, said in the trailer that she's been on her own since she was 15, but that might not be the only thing. Uh, there might be a, also a connection to her family that she hasn't really seen in a long time. That being Galen Erso, her father. Uh, he's played by Mads Mikhailson, who was uh, a chief in Casino Royale, an excellent villain. Yes, I absolutely loved Casino Royale, which is the 007 movie, not the everyone killing each other. Wait, that's Battle Royale. Never mind. Yes, it is. And the problem is, with her style, is that Kathleen Kennedy, the president of Lucasfilm, uh, she has called Jin a Joan of Arc type character, who, in case you guys haven't read this before, things don't go too well for Joan. Are you sure? I sure, I heard that her mixtape was on fire. This girl is on fire, yes. Yes. For those of you who don't know, Joan of Arc was burned for being a witch. Also being made out of wood. Also being made out of wood. So she was like a duck. She was a duck. Ah. And a church. <laughs> anyway. Congratulations. You have just made a reference. We got better. <laughs> do, do, do. 
Okay, so the reason why these family connections might be an issue is that Galen is the designer of the Death Star. Oh, that is a big bomb. Yeah. In more ways than one. <laughs> so that could be very, very bad for the wrong person. Moving on. Uh, Captain Cassian Andor, played by Diego Luna, who was Julio, or Julio in Elysium. Uh, she is Jin's handler. She's ba he's basically the guy that's supposed to keep her in line and make sure that she doesn't go too far off book. Uh, and I'm going to slaughter some of these names, so I apologize to all the actors and characters in advance. You know who you are. Uh, Chirut Imwe, played by Donnie Yen, who was an Ip Man in the Ip Man series, and Zhang in Triple uh, X 3, The Return of Xander Cage. That's coming out next year, I believe. Um, he is a blind warrior monk. And I don't know if he's part of the Church of the Jedi thing that they were going on about in The Force Awakens. He, because he's not a Force user, but he follows the teachings of the Jedi. Which I think is kind of cool that uh, Star Wars is starting to bring in characters who are not Jedi, but at least are aware of the Force, or are in tune with the Force in some way. Actually, it's the opposite for him, isn't it? Right, he is not Force-sensitive. Yeah, and I know he's not Force-sensitive, but he's at least... Doesn't like, he... He's just following the ways of the Jedi. Which, truth be told, like you said, it's cool that they're bringing in characters that mix up the formula. Like, yeah, instead it's... of just being general, guy with Jedi powers and sword, guy with gun. It's nice to know that there actually are good people in this universe as opposed to just gray and bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Baez Balmus, played by Wen Jiang, uh, who was Mazuri gone with bullets. He is the demo man. You know, so if you see him running, run. <laughs> so, so wait, you said he was the demo man? Yes. Don't go there. I'm going to go there. Is he Scottish? Is he holding on to a large bottle of rum? <laughs> or no, scotch? Can what? he swim? Why he be falling? Uh, he cannot swim. Oh, there we go. I, just, I knew there was a connection. Okay. No demo man can swim. They don't like water. No, they definitely don't like fire water. They like fire a lot. Yeah. Uh, K2SO, played by Alan Tudyk, who was in all the things, and nobody is ever going to mention him dying or anything similar to that. Oh, it was him! Is he the guy that died? Like at I Hockey asked you not to say that! Oh. It's oh. too soon, man! Too oh. soon! Oh. Um. So, so, K2 will be an HK-47 type droid. Which he is amazing. I love that so much, for those of you who don't know. Uh, HK-47 is a character from the Knights of the Old Republic uh, RPG games that came out in like the t early 2000s and they were er, they were a series of droids created by Revan who were basically the most amazing I shouldn't say the most one of the most amazing parts of the game for I shouldn't say they uh, he was the most amazing part of the game for she Canon Revan is a woman Canon Revan is a guy Canon Revan is a woman Canon Revan is a guy Canon Exile is a girl don't do not fight me on this <laughs> I'm. I will. I will. Do we show, have to go to Wikipedia? I will show you proof later. And I'm talking <laughs> right. about uh, HK47. It, I guess, uh, was the, one of the best parts because, despite being having such a cheerful demeanor, it just hated all sentient life forms because they were meat bags. Isn't Can Revan like whatever you choose her, uh, him or her to be? No, your Revan can be whatever you want. Canon Revan is a different animal. Canon Revan appeared in Star Wars The Old Republic, and it was a dude. 
The ghost, or the force ghost that appeared at the beginning of the mission was the Exile, who is canonically a woman named Mitra Surik from the second game. Booyah! And the reason why all this is a problem is because while the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic are not in part of the new canon, Revan is. Which is still awesome that they at least were able to keep him in all of his Revanite Her. glory. Boy! <laughs> All right, Andrew, would you mind taking over? Because we got an argument to settle here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Saw Guerrera was a character present in Season 5 of Clone Wars. He was um, part of a squad trained by Anakin Skywalker. Oh, I remember this. Which is interesting. Absolutely. Uh, this is going to be the first character that proves that uh, characters from Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels can actually be brought in. Uh, to the movies, which maybe we can actually start seeing some Rebels characters uh, brought in. Now, is Commander Cody a part of all that? I don't know anything about most of Clone Wars, most of that section of it, but I know that name. Uh, is Commander Cody in, Re- in Rebels? I don't think so, no. Because in the expanded universe, at least, Commander Cody died during... Uh, the Force Unleashed 2, at the very beginning when Starkiller broke out of the base, he was one of the guys stationed there, and his story ended there. But I haven't heard anything about Commander Cody. Like, he was pushed to the sidelines in Clone Wars as mm. being a tag partner to Rex, and Rex was the more interesting character. And I'm pretty sure Rex is actually in Rebels. Actually, no, yeah. why am I saying pretty sure? I know Rex is in Rebels. Yes, he was. Uh, but Cody, I don't know. Yeah, uh, He was in Star Wars Bloodline, uh, and that was the Leia novel. Uh, before episode seven um and his problem is that he's always an extremist in the name of the rebellion he does very very bad things bomb the bomb the empire we found the empire put bombs on them and ignite but it's in the middle of a school yes all right then <laughs> so as a result this time he's trying to do a redemption arc he's trying to keep the team from going full dark side trying to keep them from you know doing too many terrible things that would normally be on his list. So as a result, he's not really a part of the team. He's moving alongside it. He's operating on his own timeline. Cool, um, cool. Now, as for a guy that is doing all the bad things, director Orson Krennic, uh, played by Ben Mendelsohn, who was a Daggett in The Dark Knight Rises, and a Viceroy Gehep in Exodus Gods and Kings. I think it's pronounced Gunray. Gunray? No, I'm joking, because Star Wars reference. Anyway, we're still on topic of Star Wars. That's, that's We are topical. not doing the Separatists. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just want to read like he, what his role is. He's the leader of the Death Troopers, which is the most, like, it is the edgiest name I have ever heard. Like, because they have the Stormtroopers, then they have the Shock Troopers, then they went even further with the Dark Troopers, which were like jetpack dudes, or alternatively, depending on how you looked at it, guys who just had black armor, the Dark Troopers. Now they're the Death Troopers. Like, it's just getting hammier. Which just goes to show that the Empire is very, very metal. <laughs> something, something, Dark Side. <laughs> Somewhere in the universe, there is a van with a mural on it driving past a space Winnebago. <laughs> And apparently he's also uh, the rival of Vader for top spot under the Emperor. Which, considering he's the leader of the Death Troopers, how can he fail? 
except for the fact that he doesn't appear in episode four. But there is a possible way around this, because uh, we this is another thing we were talking about before, with uh, how much they're pulling his character off of Heir of the Empire. Because the reason why Thrawn was around, that when everybody else died, was that he was sent off on the uh, outbound flight project. He was meant to uh, see what was going on and be in the Outer Rim for a while. So he could, depending on how far they want to push this, he could show up in a mainline movie, but who knows. The part that I'm really happy about is that James Earl Jones is coming back. Mm -hmm. The one true Vader. Yes. The one who originally said, no, I am your father. So, some unconfirmed plot points. Uh, There are going to be ATACTs, so they're acts now, uh, which are all-terrain armored cargo transports, despite the fact that in the uh, instruction manual for an ATAT, that's what they were originally, as well as terrifying walking camels. I don't care what they call them, there's still Cylons in that movie. They got the uh, eye moving back and forth on the beach. They, they are camels. They they're are, Cylon camels. They're incredibly deadly camels. Not to be confused with the incredibly deadly Viper from the series of Unfortunate Events, which is eventually going to be coming out on Netflix. Netflix. Ding! <laughs> uh, Off topic. <laughs> okay, so... These Cylon camels, they're mining crystals... On this particular planet, we don't know which one it is yet, but the thing is that what they do is they focus energy inside of a lightsaber. And the reason why that could be a big thing is because they are very green, and they happen to have a lot of crystals focusing energy into a very large beam in the middle of the Death Star. So all of this stuff couldn't make the Death Star the most gigantic lightsaber that was ever constructed. So they're made of broccoli. And tuna fish. Wonderful. That makes sense. In addition, they're going. There's the idea of tie strikers, which are faster, more effective than are faster and more effective than the standard tie fighters. Although no official reason has been given why they haven't been present in the other films as of yet, but the in-universe reason will likely be that they were very expensive and or advanced prototypes and or elite pilots and or any other reason to throw in new things to a prequel uh, prequel Halo Reach. And they were made by Steve Jobs and had a different cup holder to make them completely incompatible with the regular TIE Fighters. Yes, of course. Moving on from that incredibly long diatribe of Tangent. Star Wars. Star Wars, nothing but Star, Star Wars. Wars. Okay, well, moving on to DC. <laughs> uh, so, more Justice League stuff comes out every week. but Justice hey. League, nothing but Justice League. Eventually, we are going to end up having our musical episode, so stay One tuned day. for Dave's, uh, what, choreography review? Eventually, we need to make, like, just a musical, uh, short film, just for the fun of it, oh, just to see how it goes. And I will be the lead actor. We'll, we'll, see. We're in trouble. we'll see how that goes. Continuing on uh, to the so Justice League. We know what the prologue for the film is going to be about. This is, uh, Darkseid's first war with Earth. 30,000 years ago, ancient humans, Amazonians, and Atlanteans fought off Darkseid. The scene that was released uh, after just, or sorry, Batman v Superman came out um, with Lex Luthor and Steppenwolf was the uh, end of the story. Three mother boxes left behind by Darkseid. 
Uh, one given to each race, one to the Amazonians, one to the Atlanteans, and one to the humans. And also, Junkie XL, who uh, helped to do the score for Batman v Superman, uh, will be returning to score Justice League. And the Batfleck movie will set uh, be set up by the Justice League movie with the armor, Batmobile, and upgrades. Also, in Aquaman news... Part of this story will be retaking the throne of Atlantis with William Defoe as an ally. Who's William Defoe? William Defoe is the actor who uh, played Green Goblin in Spider-Man, the oh. original Spider-Man. Oh. So he, he's going to be an ally to Aquaman, but at the same time, he's going to have a very dark past. He's going to be a shady character like William Defoe yeah, always is. Yeah, this is as usual. As yeah. Usual. So then in Flash news... Batman and Star Labs will help de design the Flash suit, which is going to be all CG, like the Spider-Man suit from Civil War. And the Batman and Flash introduction will be very similar to uh, the Spider-Man Iron Man intro in Civil War. A uh, sign interesting about this is that it... It apparently is very light in tone. Um, some people from Collider and different writers were able to, who did not like Batman v Superman, were allowed to go on set and actually were able to see this scene play out. And they said it it was extremely good. That it was light in tone, it was funny, it was um, exciting, and they felt like the new Justice League will be more like a... Marvel movie, which uh, we'll see. Hopefully, this is going to be great. Weirdly enough, as much as uh, the Flash and the Green Lantern, to a, to an extent, are the comic relief in the DC universe, I always felt like Batman is as well. Uh, except he is anti jokes. He is anti humor because he's so serious. But the fact that he is so serious means anytime he makes a joke at all, as long as the jokes don't come on or don't like happen very often, anytime he makes a joke at all, it's funny. Uh, such as in Justice League War, when, not going too in-depth on that, when uh, he and Green Lantern are walking through the sewer, mm -hmm. and he steals the Green Lantern's power ring and makes a joke about it. So, um, what, I'm, what I'm hoping is that they make him a character that understands he's incredibly serious, but also understands how to make a joke at some point, and don't turn him into a less crazy Tony Stark. Because if they turn him to a less crazy Tony Stark that's, like, gallivanting around with the, yes, I am Bruce Wayne. Like, I am the one who is orchestrating all of these things, and you should praise me because of that. If he ends up being like the Batman Begins Batman, I'll be very happy with that. That'd be cool. I think that what would make uh, Batman hilarious, and how, how I think this movie's gonna play out, is it'll be kind of one of these relationships, like, Flash is going to be making a whole bunch of jokes and being uh, very laid back in light. And that's going to make Batman like every once in a while because Batman's going to be more the dry humor, like serious type. So you're going to get those like, oh, did he really just say that kind of moments? And then you have Cyborg on the other side of the coin who's going to be the character over to the side saying, I get that reference. Or being like the funny, uh, <laughs> like he, he's going to be the guy who like... I thought that was funny. That was hilarious. And then it'll make it even funnier because then it'll cut back to Batman who's still like, are you kidding? <laughs> like, that, that's His how... His eyes will be permanently up here. You know, the perfect idea of, like, a good, funny Batman 
quote-unquote funny Batman is uh, the beginning of The Dark Knight. Like, uh, when all of the, like, non-Batmans are fighting and, like, what makes you different from us? I'm not the one wearing hockey pads. <laughs> Showing the foolishness of something. That's basically where Batman's humor derives from. Yeah, he's very, very dry. Mm. And he can run with that. <laughs> In additional news, Andrew... Yep, still staying on the topic of the Flash, we have Flash Season 3 news. This Man, is going to be good. Flash is always good. Man, this show is on a roll. I hope it can continue to be on the roll it's in. Um, There has been conversations between Grant Gustin and Greg Berlanti, uh, basically the show overlord of um, the DC TV universe. And... Uh, Greg Berlanti gave Grant Gustin the ability to tweet out the title of the first episode of Flash Season 3, and it is called Flashpoint. Nice. Although this isn't going to be our comic book Flashpoint because we don't have access to characters like, or at least I don't think that we're going to have access to characters like Batman. I mean, now we have Superman on Supergirl, so, I mean, who knows what can happen anymore. I mean... Given the fact that it's not Bruce Wayne's Batman in Flashpoint, it's his father, we might... There's, there's the stretch. I'm pretty sure that what we're actually going to get, because the um, Green Arrow is basically the Batman of the TV universe, I think that we're actually going to get Green Lantern's father oh. uh, taking the Batman role. So it's going that, to be... That, that is very possible, I'm sorry. Um, because they end up spending quite a bit of time running to Coast City for pizza. This is going to be dealing with the fallout uh, in Season 2. Probably shouldn't be given spoilers here, but basically something huge happens in the season finale of Flash Season 2, and uh, Barry ruins the timeline, and, Again. and now we're going to see this play out. Uh, and this time, I think, I think Flashpoint is going to last quite a while through the season, if not all the way through the season. So the thing is with Cisco having his, you know, cross time abilities, things he can see different timelines, I don't think it's gonna last that long. I think everybody's gonna get back to the status quo pretty quickly. Well we don't know like how this is gonna affect the characters either. Like Cisco might not be around for some reason or we don't know They go dark side? Yeah, we don't know how much Barry actually wrecked the timeline. And I'm really excited to see, like, how this is actually going to play out. It's just going to be kind of weird, though, because we don't have characters like Aquaman, and we don't have characters like Wonder Woman. But the nice thing is some of them that died could be coming back, right? Yeah, a lot of uh, characters who died could be coming back, like Eddie Thawne, who, spoilers, died in Season 1. End of spoilers. Um, but he was back for a little bit in season two. He could be back in season three, which could be really cool. Um, which would be nice. Another thing that might be kind of interesting is in Flashpoint, we had a very weakened Superman who uh, never got powers from the sun. What if they did that with Supergirl? What if we got a really weakened Supergirl? Although we don't know if Supergirl's back in our universe. So everything's up in the air right now, but we're, I'm She's sure. She's really weak from jumping networks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I guess, like I was saying, that won't work. But this is going to be a really awesome season, whatever it's going to be. Uh, Also, um, we will probably be seeing uh, Wells Prime, uh, the original Eobart Thawne Wells, and uh, Citizen Cold. We're going to see a good 
Captain Cold, who's going to be called uh, Leonard Snart. Uh, this is an alternate timeline Captain Cold, like I was saying. Uh, he will be a hero and have a relationship with Iris West. Man, did he uh, mess up the timeline. Yeah, well, these are all potentials. We don't know if this is going to happen. So, so yeah. your mileage may vary. So, yeah, we're still in the rumor mill right now. Mm-hmm. But we do know that episode one is coming out October Something that that's when all of them are starting up October 4th. Yes. On to Arrow Season 5. We have new characters. Uh, Detective Malone, played by Tyler Ritter. Ronnie McCarthy uh, from the McCarthys. Uh, Thomas Ward from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He Ward. didn't last long. Ward? Uh, Ward's brother. Oh. Yeah. He, oh. Got, he got brought in just to get whacked. <laughs> uh, watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's good. Season 2 and 3. So far. Uh, While we're in the middle of DC, we're going to promote a Marvel product. <laughs> Go for it. Off topic. I don't know why I keep doing that. Keep doing that. I like it. Uh, I kind of like, I it. saw it on another podcast, if I'm being completely you honest. You stole it. Basically, yeah. So I you. really should stop doing that. Shout out you to were at the end of the episode. Anyway. Well, shout out to Isma Hawk. I heard that in there and I thought it was the most hilarious thing I've heard, so... And you Everyone, all of us for fools. We will now give Andrew the five seconds of shame. 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 Yeah, no, I shouldn't <laughs> have done that. It's so funny, though. Anyway, so he will be, uh, Detective Malone will be filling the hole left by Captain Lance's departure in the, de- de- uh, in the police department. It's sad that after all that, he didn't end up being able to be brought back, but... He needs a vacation. I don't care, you know, what else is going on. He needs a vacation. So, we have a character, uh, Vigilante. What? A Vigilante. I'm sorry, what? What is it? Is he name? actually called Vigilante? Yes, he is. No, no, it's, it's not. not. There's no way. No. Yes, he is. He no. is called Vigilante. I refuse. I'm going, I'm You're going sure? to the CW. I'm walking up to their, to their studios, and I'm showing them this, this, this note that you have given me, and saying, this cannot be true. I Fine. Am being While we're asking them, we can find out for sure which one is Canon Revan. Sure, let's do that. Why is his name Vigilante? You guys are going to DC to ask if Revan. Di- yes, if, Kevin... a di- if a Disney property or the the canonicity of a Disney property. Yes, they're all owned by Warner Brothers, so everybody knows everything anyway. Boom. We need just that's Revan isn't owned by Warner Brothers. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> why is his name Vigilante? Is there any information on that? He just is called Vigilante. He is a comic book character that is sort of like a um, a dark, like a dark daredevil. Green. Oh, so like a dark green arrow. You're and sure that this isn't going to be uh, like a, a some joke character? No, not no, a okay. joke character. The, or a the idea behind this guy that he starts out like Daredevil, where he's trying to do the good side in the courtroom, and then at night he's trying to get justice for people. Then he goes outside the justice system, and he gradually becomes more and more Punisher-like, and goes off the edge. So You mean like Red Arrow? Depends on which Red Arrow you're talking about. Without, without the uh, judicial system part. Well, the, the, the point of it is that he's going to end up being an antagonist for both um, Oliver and Green Arrow. Okay, is... well, so, we have a character called Vigilante. Everyone, round of applause. Uh, he... Uh, okay. He will be played by Josh Segura, Justin Voigt uh, from Chicago PD, 
and Hector Ruiz from the Electric Company. Are we talking about the old Electric Company here? Uh, I think this was the a Electric new one. Company. They remade the Electric Company. Uh, 2009, I think. Wow, I did not know that. Neither did I. Uh, okay. We need so. to get a plug bell. <laughs> we need to get a plug bell. I'll, I'll get one, maybe. I'll steal okay. one from Hotel Okay, so um, he will also be the district attorney, Aaron Chase. His family gets gunned down, so he uses guns against the culprits. Right, so and he's, that's where we were going, yeah. where he's like Punisher. <laughs> yep, so it'll be a very... I've heard that this uh, season's actually going to be a very dark season, so... As opposed to all of the other seasons. Which, I mean, they've been dark. It got a little bit lighter, I think, in season three, but now it's going to go back to dark uh, to differentiate itself from Flash. At the end of all this, Felicity is going to end up becoming a white lantern. Just to balance everything out. <laughs> As opposed to differentiating itself from Daredevil. Can we get Green Lantern on this show? On, uh, on Arrow? Why have we not gotten Green Lantern yet? Can they just make the rights happen? I mean, because the last time we got Green Lantern, it was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but, I mean, this is a great way to, like, reintroduce the character. Arrow's CG budget couldn't afford that, I don't think. The Flash's CG bu- budget couldn't afford that. Maybe Legends. Maybe. Either way. Anyway. No. Answer is no. Um, so he may or may not be the big bad. And moving on, we have a new character called Wild Dog, played <sighs> by... What are these names? Played by uh, Rick Gonzalez, Ben Gonzalez, uh, or he's played Ben Gonzalez um, from Reaper. Repositioning. And, and Manny. Uh, Manny McQueen. From Rush. And uh, he is a gun wielder with a hockey mask. Because... So he's going to be right up your alley. What? What? I don't like Friday the 13th. What? No, but this is going to end up being, you know, you've got a guy in a hockey mask. Yeah. You know, so he's going to basically be Casey Jones okay. with Cross the Punisher. Okay. I'm okay. still stuck on Vigilante being the one guy's name. <laughs> that is a dumb name. So he's joined Team Arrow. <laughs> then we have... That's like going out, like, with one of your, like, a blanket capes and naming yourself, I am Bad Guy Fighting Man Man. <laughs> that was a plug for Bad Guy Fighting Man Man. you never seen that series? Ding! Ding. Okay, uh, continuing on. Then we have Tobias Church, played by Chad L. Coleman. Uh, he has played Therese Williams from The Walking Dead and Dennis Wise from The Wire. I heard The Wire was a good show. Yeah, this guy is supposed to be outstanding. And he's uh, a, kin- a kingpin-type figure, fills the power vacuum from the fall of Damian Dark uh, and Hive from previous seasons. One of the coolest pieces of news from this is that we're getting Artemis this season, uh, one of my favorite characters from Young Justice. And this char- character will be played by Masson McLaffin, and she was Michelle Savannah, also from uh, Chicago PD, and Chris Slater from Major Crimes. And uh, she masqueraded as Black Canary in season four. She got in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. And uh, now... Uh, she'll be playing this character, uh, but we don't know exactly how she's going to fit into the show. Uh, in the comics, she was the daughter of villains Tigress and Sportsmaster, and that was also dealt with in Young Justice. Wasn't she the daughter of Cheshire in Young Justice, though? Possibly. Yeah, she was the daughter of Cheshire, because she masqueraded as Tigress in Young Justice. 
Okay. Comics the, are weird. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, also in Young Justice, she became uh, Green Arrow's sidekick after Roy left. So, and this will be airing, uh, or the first episode of Arrow Season 4 will be airing, five. Season 5, um, will be airing October 5th, 2016. Wow, we're up to five seasons on this. Right? Which means that some actors are going to start leaving this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every season shows deteriorate or every show shows deterioration after four seasons. That that's just the universal constant of shows. Man, like Smallville. Like I hated when Ten Le- seasons. But I hated when uh Lex Luthor left. Just it ruined the show. Anyway, moving on to Legends of Tomorrow Legends of Tomorrow season two. Uh, Vixen is joining the series, but not the Vixen from the animated series um, that was on their online uh, online show on the CW Seed. Uh, I checked that out. It was actually pretty good. Mm. But it was basically just like one episode. It was like just a couple minutes each right. each episode. So you, pretty, you could knock that out in like a half an hour if you want to see it. I kind of wish that they just take that and just make it into like one show so you could just watch it in one sitting. Was but, it the same actress that played Vixen in the Arrow episode as well? Yes, that was the same actress who was in the Arrow episode, but they will be changing her for uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Aww. Because the previous actress who played her, Mari McCabe, um, from uh, Vixen Arrow, she has scheduling conflicts, so she has been recast with Macy Richardson, or sorry, Macy Richardson Sellers, and she was Corsella um, from The Force Awakens. She will be playing the vixen who came before the vixen that we saw in Arrow. Okay, so she's like a mother or a grandmother or she, something. She's the grandmother of the current vixen. Okay. So, the first episode of Legends of Tomorrow will be airing on October 13th, 2016. Uh, moving on to a new show that's coming out for DC... Powerless. Uh, this is going to be DC's first comedy. It's Aha! DC All Access had an interview with the cast. This show is going to be about unenhanced, uh, non-superhero people who work at an insurance company and pick up the pieces after the destruction of the superheroes. I can just imagine that in this insurance company, that it's the same one that's in The Incredibles. So that they're just trying to take all the pieces after the supers and try to say, you know, they've got the dad over there saying, you know, I can't help you, ma'am. I'd like to, but you'd have to fill out this form, then this form, then this form, you know, sign this triplicate, send it over there. I'd like to help you, but I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully this will be good. Hopefully this isn't just going to be a forced show. So this will not be in the universe of, like, Flash and all that, correct? This is its own standalone thing? We actually don't know right now. There's nothing to say it's not. Okay. Um, but just that it is going to be in a different city. Yeah. Uh, this one is going to be in Harmony, which is like a Gotham City type place. Because they said there'll be other uh, superheroes or other characters from the DC universe showing up in this mm-hmm. show. Do we know of any characters, uh, big names? The only two they've shown so far were the ones that are going to be in the pilot, which is uh, Crimson Fox, who's French, and uh, Jack O' Lantern, who's Irish. Neither of whom I know anything about. Yeah, so this is kind of what I thought. They're going to be characters who we haven't really heard of. They're going to... But they can definitely get a lot of use out of the B-list 
heroes and villains in a something like this. Yeah, but I mean, wouldn't this be a perfect show? Because it's not really going to hurt the DC movies or stuff. I mean, they really even almost could have this set in the DC movie universe, kind of like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is, and actually have, like, just, ha- like, show clips from, like, the DC movies and just show the damage and stuff and then have no, the show they, about they that. they very well could do that, uh, like uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. did after Thor 2. Yeah, just, like... I, I think that that would make it a better show if they actually tied it in with the right. universe and had bigger name characters. The thing is, for their purpose that they're doing, I don't think they could really get a lot of benefit from having the big name actors doing cameos in here. I mean, the best you could do in this is having Superman faceplant into a piece of concrete. The thing of it is, though, is what I'm talking about is, like, you show clips from, like, the movie is kind of like... Because that's exactly what, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did for the Thor episode. They just right. showed a couple of clips... From the movies, and then like the the entire episode is about the damage that that episode caused. Like th- this entire show could be based off that. Like if you're going to have it in the DC universe, put it in the DC universe. Okay. That's just my opinion. No, that's fine. I mean, you could definitely have somebody saying, "All right, Joker broke out again. We've got a fire at a postal a truck and a, a hot dog factory. Somebody get out there. We need uh, pictures and mustard. Yep. Pictures and mustard." You gotta have the mustard. Mm-hmm. And coming off of the uh, the comic series that we were talking about, was it two episodes ago? Three by now? Um, about Scoob? Yeah. Scoob. We now have Wacky Raceland. <laughs> and this is going to be another Hanna-Barbera comic series. And this is literally a mixture of Wacky Races and Mad Max. Wow. What? I mean, they showed in some of the concept art they he had... The slice down mask thing what? on one of them. Uh, you know, they had the snivelly guy with the you know dog what? right next to him. I mean, this thing looks insane. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be awesome. Um. Okay. I kind of want to see like like these these comics actually become movies or TV shows or something. I want to see, like, these dark versions of Hanna-Barbera things. They look pretty cool. Well, some of these, if they do them right, if they go off the rails, they could be extremely good movies. You know, yeah. They, they could be really fun to look at. You may not necessarily want them to be a TV series all the time, but for one-shots, sure, they could do that. Well, like a Netflix series. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool. All right, coming around to Marvel, now that we've done DC for 47 and a half minutes. Oh, boy. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Bokeem Woodbine is now going to be a villain. We have no more information. Oh, yeah, we okay. just. But uh, one thing, uh, I believe that he was the actor who put out a tweet saying that uh, he was going to bring Carnage. The, Not that he was playing Carnage, that he was going he was, to bring. He would be the host. Oh no, he would be like the astronaut or something. No, no, he just all he did is put out a tweet that said. I will bring Carnage. Right. Like, it, it, this could mean one of two things. Either I'm playing a villain, I'm bringing Carnage in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, or maybe down the line, because I think what Marvel's trying to do is that they're not They're gonna, going long-term. They're, yeah. setting up, they're setting up characters and not necessarily make, doing anything with them until later on. on the yes. Yeah, like, I, I obviously, I don't think they can fit Carnage in. We don't want that, because we want Venom first. We want things to be set up. But it would be very cool if we just get a bunch of, like, like maybe we have Doc Ock in there, just the actor who's playing Doc Ock, a little mention to it, just just to set up this universe. Yeah, and then the, down the lizard the professor, yeah. you know, different people. Yeah, that could work to set up the whole world. 
th that's what Amazing Spider-Man did wrong is that they literally just gave us everything. Mm. Like, we got to see the arms, everything like that. A, a lot of things were shoehorned, but I think it is possible to set up the world without having it so pushed and shoehorned. Right. All you need to do is have them be like a petty thief. Um, cameos yeah. work out great in that situation. But another thing that happened earlier today was... Uh, so yeah, Tom Holland was seen on some pictures uh, earlier today. It looked like most of the time he was just in an actual suit. You know, it's probably going to be enhanced a little bit with CGI, but it was actually a physical suit. And it looked like he was hiding behind some sewer uh, pipes and things, but these big concrete pipe things apparently, on a truck. Yeah, apparently they let him actually do a stunt and jump onto the thing. Hopefully, because, I mean, Tom Holland is extremely athletic. Hopefully they let him actually do some stuff. Man, I just want it to be good. I just want a good Spider-Man movie. Right. And these set pictures uh, definitely show that it. we're not seeing anything in motion, but at least we're seeing that, okay, it is the same costume from Civil War. It is Tom Holland. We have confirmation that this thing is actually happening. So, I mean, it's one step closer. Well, the nice thing about Spider-Man is that there is so much that they can draw from. Um, just because everything's happened before, you know, with these different Spider-Man characters the the different actors the different actual people can all be different but still do the same basic storyline so along those lines we may end up getting spider gwen uh why is that bad and it's it's not bad it's just i hate puns it's like penguin get it get it get it which is the actual joke in that dave game. dave remember your happy place <laughs> So she is going to end up being, potentially, we, we have no confirmation for this right now, but she is going to be the Spider-Ham to Spider-Gwen. Eh, Spider-Ham. I love the character. I hate puns. Uh, but to be fair, the character is quite nice. Yeah, it looks cool. Character looks cool. Really, It's cool that they're bringing a Spider-Gwen into the Spider-Pig universe. But, and this is comics, by the way, not movies. Yeah, this movies. is comics. Right. This, there, is no, there are no like web-swinging pigs anywhere in the cinematic universe. Yeah, we are not As gonna, of yet. We are not going to see a two-foot-tall penguin in a hoodie wandering around some city somewhere. At least not yet. <laughs> without being a Batman movie. <laughs> uh, but still on the silly Marvel train, we have Deadpool 2. Deadpool. X gon' give it to you. Gon' give it to you. X gon' give it to you. You're not far off. Just because the Japanese X-Men Apocalypse trailer ended up with Deadpool at the end of it riffing on said trailer. Yes, that's wonderful. So, it's, nobody can get away with the stuff that he can. I mean, literally, <laughs> if anybody else tried to do that, they would like, what are you doing? No, no, go away. Go, bye-bye. Deadpool can do whatever he wants, though, because he's Deadpool. Now, what they have said, though, is that they're going to start filming very, very early 2017. And because that's such a smaller budget, you know, a smaller cast, that they might be able to get the whole thing turned around in less than a year and have it uh, come out in theaters by the end of 2017. That's insane. But possible. It, it is doable. It is Deadpool. Cable, we already know. He's going to be in. Nobody knows who he's been cast as yet. Uh, but we do know that they are doing the X-Force storyline if Cable is in there. And they already mentioned, you know, they're going to try and do some X-Force stuff, which means that there are some very strong potential characters that they can bring in to round out the team that have already been introduced. Uh, we've got Psylocke, you know, she got just got brought in with uh, Apocalypse, Archangel 2, 
and forge. Because if you're bringing in Cable, you could easily bring in his mechanic. Now, another guy, he's got enhanced limbs and things. He's a tech savant. He's really, really good when it comes to anything mechanized. You know what I want in, De- yeah, in a Deadpool movie? Domino. I want to see Domino. It's, it's cool dynamic going on there. Fingers crossed. Probably not going to happen in this movie, but fingers crossed one day. Maria Baccarin is an excellent actress. If anybody can pull off somebody that is both an action person and a comic, she can do it. Next on the things of comedies and actions are Minecraft, the comedies movie. Comedies and actions? Comedies and a- Have you seen... Have you played Minecraft? No, I have not. Minecraft is a game of comedy and action. It is comedy of errors, and it is a lot of action of errors. There are pig cubes. Yeah. Comedy. And then you kill the pig. Action. Boom. You, you can take actions in any way. There's going to be a movie about this, so you'll get to understand how Minecraft works. Yes, really, there's a Minecraft movie. Which, given... There's a lot of Minecraft animations in the world. Not all of them good. But I've seen some really good ones on YouTube, such as Fallen Kingdom, which is a music video, and An Egg's Guide to Minecraft, which is a short series by uh, something... Some element animation or something it you look up an egg's guide to minecraft and you'll see it cool short series definitely does uh like a story-based minecraft really well so truth be told as weird as this is i don't see this going badly i think they can do a minecraft movie pretty well possibly Harrowbrin will exist in this movie who knows but uh the release date is set for may 24th 2019 so we're gonna have a long time to wait for that and it's going to be in 2D, 3D, and IMAX. So that you can see all of the 16-bit graphics in all IMAX glory. You, you know, this is probably going to be an extremely cheap movie to make when you think about it. Yeah, like, literally, like, the animation is not going to be that hard. Like, there better be some nope. really big-name actors in this movie. Otherwise, it's like... So, we're going to make the most cheapest movie ever. We're going to put, like, no budget into it because we don't need to. Don't knock Minecraft. It's, it's Minecraft. pixels. Minecraft has a very large... Voxels? Voxels. <laughs> That's the technical term for that the three-dimensional yeah. cube thing. It is very true. Voxel sniper. Okay, the... Don't laugh at Minecraft. People laughed at Minecraft and then it had a stranglehold over the sandbox market for years. Don't get me wrong. I think a good story could be made out of this. I, I mean, we got... I always go back to this. We got the Lego movie. The Lego movie is a great movie. The big difference is the Lego movie had storylines that they could draw from. Minecraft has none. That is false, sir. Not only is there an actual story in Minecraft, which is finding and defeating the Ender Dragon, and there are books in Minecraft, uh, but there are also side characters, such as the Villagers. There are also fan-based characters, such as Herobrine, previously mentioned, who is the omnipotent antagonist in the background. That, and if it draws from all of the complex community-based stuff that has been driven for Minecraft, and it's a bit, very big, like, fan-pleasing movie, then it has a very good chance to be made. Hoo-ah-hoo, Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft. I stopped playing Minecraft in 2013. The point that makes all this nullified anyway is that Microsoft is throwing cash at this property like there's no tomorrow because they are making money like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> so if there's a possibility for them to you know, do any type of licensing deal, which they will no doubt end up getting 
every scrap of cash it takes to make this thing back in merchandising, they're going to do it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it could be a good movie. Uh, I just, I think it'll be a, a pretty cheap, cheap, easy money for the yeah. studios. But I'm, the timing is going to be the critical part. Yes. I don't expect it to like win any awards. I just expect it to, expect it to be a nice, family, little, friendly thing. Well, I think that's probably why it's not coming out right away, because I think they're trying to weigh it out and see how other video game movies do. I disagree. I think that they have to get this thing in now while the property is still at its peak, because if they end up doing the same type of lag as like uh, the Angry Birds movie did, nobody cares about it. Yeah, that is true. Moving on to other things that are family-friendly and super cool. VidCon 2016 just happened. Fan dance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, sorry guys, we weren't able to make it this year. Which, sad face. Extremely, extremely sad face. No, it totally stunk. Yeah. Um, And we we said we would be there uh, in our VidCon video. Yeah. We we had every intention to, but... It Things didn't. happen this year. We will be there next year, though. We promise, um, because it killed us that we couldn't this year. We really, really, really did want to go. Anyway. Pain. It doesn't help that you're on the other side of the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, uh, for those who don't know, we do live in Michigan, which, for those of you who don't know, is the glove-shaped thing. The glove-shaped it, thing. Yeah, the glove-shaped state in America. Yeah. Whenever Cal- you see somebody holding up their hand and say, yeah, I'm from over here, yeah. you know, over near where this the, turkey stain is. Then they live <laughs> in Michigan. And California is all the way over on the West Coast. The, the very, state that's very on far. fire. Yeah. Uh, the one that is pelted by earthquakes and water. And but it's wonderful. <laughs> you should uh, watch our VidCon blog and our uh, Why We Hate Planes uh, vlog to learn more about last year's trip. Ding. Well, and our Ding. short film, and we oh, yeah. had a and, bunch of videos out of And our VidCon short year. film, plug, 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 plug. Actually, uh, I just ended up seeing you got uh, your video, uh, the meaning video? of uh, VidCon. The true meaning of VidCon. Yeah. Ding. Yeah. Um, I remember when I learned the true meaning of VidCon. So, but talking about VidCon 2016, so they live-streamed it this year, which is really nice considering yeah. that we weren't able to make it. And uh, towards the end of it, <laughs> towards the end of it on day three, uh, Hank Green just announced the Internet Creators Guild, which uh, Anna Arcana is the president of this organization, this new organization. And she's a nice person. Um, this organization will be around for people to be able to share stories and strategies from professional creators that will be available only to members. Increase transparency about what creators do and don't receive from MCNs, advertisers, agencies, and managers. Uh, provide first access tickets and a $20 discount to the VidCon creator track, which is pretty cool. And people who are a part of this will also be able to be part of VidCon panels that uh, other people will not be able to be a part of. It will help to clarify the role of new products and developments in the world of internet creation. Share useful information on everything from dealing with stalkers and understanding your audience. Provide case studies of successful strategies for community building and monetization. Provide and explain sample contracts for sponsors, managers, MCNs, merchandise, and agencies. And so, all in all, it sounds very beneficial. And um, 
uh, a couple things. This uh, this costs sixty dollars a year, sixty dollars, uh, or five dollars a month. And no, we were not paid to advertise this. We absolutely were not paid to advertise this. One thing though, uh, it, you have to pay the full sixty. You can't pay five dollars a month. It's can't. just you pay the sixty, and then but it averages out to five dollars a month. Yeah. But it, it sounds like you get a lot out of this program, so. Uh, just wanted to put that out there. And YouTube has just announced a lot of uh, new features. For one, notifications will be coming to you much faster than they used to. Now there won't be this big lag from the time that you post a video and people actually see your video. And um, a lot of different other things that YouTube has just been fixing, mainly in uh, when people get their videos shut down for copyright reasons, YouTube is definitely going to be uh, helping people a lot more with this than they ever did before. And I definitely look forward to all the new features coming out. So talking about projects that we'll be coming out with, we just shot a comedy sketch called The Host. And that will be uh, coming out early next week. And we're going to keep putting out Phantom Fever, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that that's what uh, we have going for us. And if you want to get your questions on the show, please uh, send us a Twitter message at Blue Band Films, and we will get back to you. In addition, you can find me personally at Davy Chappie, and you can find my Instagram, which is also called Davy Chappie, and my Facebook, which is David Chapman. Davy Chappie, nickname. Alright, well, um, I don't have any projects coming up anytime soon. I'm going to be out of the area this weekend, so that kind of puts the kibosh on anything like that. But, um, because we did the Steam sale last week, I actually do have a shout-out I'd like to do. I'm not sure if you guys have anything else, but... And I wanted to direct this to Dave. Uh, there is a game. came out a while ago. It's called Dungeon Land. Mm-hmm. It is a theme park. That's been taken over by a retired dungeon master. Yes. And you end up, you can either play as the uh, the heroes that have come in to try and take out said dungeon master. And you'll end up going through different rides, different attractions, monsters and things that have just been put there in your way. And eventually work your way up to a boss. But you can also play as the dungeon master. And then lay out traps and monsters and things and try and play against up to three of your friends that are playing against you in real time. Oh. And when, pray tell, will this game be released? This game has been out for the past two years. What? The problem is that the servers for this may be shut down now. What? So, in theory, you can still play this as a LAN game. But I would like to check this out, see if it's something that we can actually get going, uh, maybe do a side project on. It would be amazing. I am a great enthusiast of the dungeoning and the dragoning. So this is right up my alley, and apparently right up the alley of anybody else who likes such games as those. Quite so. Alright, so next week hopefully we'll have some more stuff coming out. Yep. Uh, we will be certain to look for the new project coming out from Blue Band. Mm-hmm. And we will be right back at you guys next week. Now we are... Now listed on most major podcast vendors. We have them listed up on iTunes, on Google, and others are coming along as we speak. So go ahead and look for that, as well as a special E3 exclusive podcast that is only available on our podcast feed. So if you want to see that, we have a link to our audio version in the description below. Everyone have a wonderful day, and we will see you next time.